0: welcome back everybody to another episode of the svt sports podcast i am with my fellow mates here i've got uh vincey and i've got What's sammy
1: that?
0: hey and i've got timmy hey what <laughs> most people like, go
1: vinny instead of vincey but uh whatever you yeah know,
0: i just wanted my <laughs> own like huey Dewey, Louie situation here you know gotcha. okay fair <laughs> enough fair enough <laughs> Um, those of you are listening welcome on in I appreciate it Dex in Australia giving you your mad chat out there um, we are working on your request of getting you know fighting into the mix uh, it just costs money to, to watch fighting it's not free so you know we're, we're working I'll it out, fight okay? you
2: right now I'm in the age <laughs> here sir you
0: will fight nothing <laughs> we, I will we will disrupt all right I'm we're a, gonna fight uh, here yeah, it's gonna be great what's your buddy's
1: name I'm built like a pillow. I'm a cuddler, not a fighter. So whatever.
0: <laughs> uh, his name's Dex. Dex.
1: Dex. Stay rooted. Stay rooted. <laughs> Stay- <laughs> Thanks for the listen, Dex. Do you guys?
2: Do you guys know the story of that? Of Liam Hendricks. You know, Liam Hendricks is from Australia, and yeah. uh, he was an all-star. So the Oakland A's took out an ad in like the biggest newspaper in Australia, and it said like "Rooted in Oakland," um, and "Rooted." in Aust- in Australia it means like fucking
1: so, <laughs> like fucking in our fucking Fuck in English. <laughs> uh, oh that's great. I, I thanks for listening, that. brother. That's so yeah, perfect.
0: So jumping into this week we're gonna be talking about the uh, NFL free agency. Um jumping a little bit into the NBA, the craziness surrounding the world baseball classics, following up on our little sharkies, and we got some uh kicking and screaming to follow up on on as well for you guys so Vince without further ado please rally this off like it's the ending credit of a movie
1: all right so um we have a lot of free agency free agency news a lot of players moving to all different sort of new teams and some players staying put and we'll we're diving into all that right now first off we have tight end OJ Howard going to Las Vegas he's going to replace Darren Waller who was shipped off to the new york giants sam do you have any thoughts on oj howard uh it's just a got a
2: body uh tight end is very deep in the draft i, I think they're going to get another tight end in the draft and i i just read something on twitter that they're also ho- hosting uh austin hooper um uh, yeah. is on on wednesday so
1: right so i mean oj howard <sighs> was athletic at some <sighs> point like like he's one of those guys that never Low risk out. high reward. Exactly. If, if he does suddenly turn into the tight end you thought he would be, there you exactly. go. Uh Adam Thielen, wide receiver, is now going to Carolina. Tyler, you have some thoughts.
0: Um Adam Thielen came out on record today and said that he thinks Carolina can win the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> Good for him. You know what? i respect i I I love the confidence uh however misplaced it might be um they need to have a quarterback and right now they have none uh so they they're obviously planning to draft one with that number one pick they traded up to get to so we'll see um safety cj gardner johnson abandoning the eagles and going to detroit look i'm gonna
0: be brief with this i can go down this rabbit hole there's a reason why cj gardner johnson didn't stay with the saints it's the exact same reason why he's not staying with the Eagles. Granted, CJ Gardner-Johnson when healthy is one of the top safeties in the league. I will fight anyone on that one. Agreeably, he needs to be healthy. But he also needs to understand that the market for running backs and for safeties is not that high. It is not that high, buddy. He left the Saints because they offered him a multi-year deal, but it was undervalued in his uh, his eyes. And in the starting of free agency, the Eagles, 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 the Eagles offered a multi-year deal worth 12 million a year. And he felt slighted and said, no, thank you. So I'm worth more than that. So we then we rescinded the contract, gave the contract to Darius Slay. And then CJ Gardner realized, oh, huh, nobody's going to offer me more than 8 million. So then he signed with Detroit for a one-year deal, 8 million. So got to You know, sometimes you just got to take what you can get, man.
1: Yeah, sometimes you got to lose to win, you know. Yep. So there we go. Uh Isaac Semualu is going to Pittsburgh. Ouch. He's an offensive lineman. That's Ouch. going to really help that uh, uh that they they like to run a lot and he's going to help with that. Laramie Tunsil is staying in Houston, uh going to protect the blind side of whichever quarterback they end up drafting. Uh speaking of the Texans, Brandon Cook is traded from the Texans to Dallas.
0: Finally, he wanted out of there so bad.
1: Yeah. Man, uh, Mac Hollins, former Raider, is now going to Atlanta. Uh, so good for him. Get your bag. Here's a big one: Alan Lazard is going to the New York Jets. Uh, That's that is, yeah, the the Jets are being real stupid for that one. Alan Lazard is not as good as that as uh, people think, but with them expecting to get Aaron Rodgers, at least you know that keeps Aaron a little bit happier and he gets to keep his toys, you know, whatever. Uh, tight end Mike Gesicki is going from Miami to New England. Uh, that's, you know, mediocre signing. That's the most signing. New England
0: move ever. Let me find the only few white tight ends out there and put them on my team. That's, that's the right. most New England move possible.
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking of white tight ends, Robert Tanyan is going to Chicago from Green Bay, you know, crossing enemy lines there.
0: Going so, from cold to cold.
1: That's right. Uh quarterback Gardner Minshew is going to the Indianapolis Colts Minshew madness. Uh, yeah. Minshew madness is hitting the Midwest. Look at that A little alliteration for that. All right. <laughs> Paris Campbell is going to the New York giants. Uh, good for him. Get your bag. Miles Sanders running back is going to Carolina. I can't Tyler... wait to boo
0: him when he comes to Philadelphia. <laughs> we boo Santa Claus. We'll boo your ass. when you come here too. Thank you for the thousand yard season.
1: All right. Jamal Williams running back is going from Detroit to New Orleans. That's Uh, a big one. He scored a a lot of touchdowns for Detroit, and he's going to take some of the pressure off of Alvin Kamara, assuming Alvin Kamara is going to be playing at some point this season. Fletcher Cox is staying in Philly. Cox, baby. Tyler's Tyler's doing a little fist pump there. You're happy with the move. Is that a fist
2: pump or a fist stroke? (laughs) Both. (laughs) Stroking that Cox. Both. Both. He's gonna be he's gonna, this
0: at the end of the season, he'll be the longest tenured uh, uh Eagles player. So it's both. He'll,
1: he'll be the longest Cox. What? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Moving on, Jacoby Brissett, quarterback Briss- is good. going to play for the commandos. The briskets going to Washington. All right. Um that's gonna be another job that, you know, whatever. <laughs> Juju Smith Schuster to New England.
0: Hey um, uh, real quick. Fuck Juju Smith.
1: Okay. Damn. Damn. Wow. What
0: this do you man do over you? here talking shit young? about how Darius Slay can't keep up with me, blah, blah, blah. Fuck you. You are a second string wide receiver. You you you're a slot receiver. Get out of here. I hope your career ends in New England. Jeez. Shots Get fired. Out of here. Like oh. Big Ouch. fat shot.
1: God damn. <laughs> okay. Uh quarterback Baker Mayfield is going to Tampa Bay. He's gonna try to create some magic and be his own quarterback or whatever. But, you know, doing it after Tom <laughs> Brady, that's going to be rough, man. I don't know. I don't know. After,
0: goes. after last season, I don't think the shoe that hard to fill.
1: Yeah. Oh. Well, we'll see how that goes. Uh, tight end Hayden Hurst is going to Carolina. He was in Cincinnati. He's, I guess he sees uh, what uh, your boy Adam Thielen sees, you know? I don't know. I, if it was Thielen's me, I got a
0: feeling. Yeah.
1: I would have probably just stayed in Cincinnati if I was Hayden Hurst, but okay, whatever. Well, oh, uh, hold on,
0: hold on. I don't want to go too far off the rails with this, but I don't know if you heard, but Ohio, the city of Ohio in Cincinnati, the team is backing this as well. They're trying to uh, pass a bill that will lower, um, I guess, like the, the how do I put this here? The amount of money an athlete makes if it's over a certain threshold, they'll have to pay for their own medical bills, and if it's below a threshold, then the team pays for their medical bills.
1: We'll have to do some research on that. This is the first time hearing about it, and th- that that could be problematic for a lot of you know players going forward if that's the case. So we got to really. Um, uh, I will
0: share this with you guys yeah. when I when I find more about it. It was just a yeah. tweet that I was seeing, and I was like, "Well, that's kind of fucked. I don't want
1: to." Yeah, be instant- yeah, that's that, crazy. <laughs> that, that feels that that feels really gross. Yeah um arden key defensive lineman former 49er former raider is now going to tennessee uh running back david montgomery is going to detroit that's another crossing enemy lines going from the bears to the lions
0: Uh, david montgomery had all the talent in the world if he could stay healthy and he could just not stay healthy
1: well he's uh he's 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 a good running back i think uh he he capitalized on some opportunity when he was like you said when he was healthy and uh, he's going to fill that Jamal Williams role and we'll see how that works with the pairing with uh, uh, DeAndre Swift. And we'll see, you know, what this leads to going forward. Uh, Deontay Foreman is going to Chicago. He's going to fill the David Montgomery role and it feels a little bit uh, Khalil Herbert. It's it's sort of like both of them kind of play the same role. So I think, to I think uh, Chicago, excuse me, is going to, really just rely on the run again doesn't really surprise me if they were to jump five places up in the rankings from past you know how often they pass they'd be fifth from the bottom they were dead last in passing last year um so any improvement on that end is going to be good but uh, if you're signing yeah go go ahead. ahead oh if you're signing running backs like Deontay Foreman uh who's going who came into the league as a ground and pound type guy uh that's going to be just a lot of rush rushing still, I think.
0: I think that if Chicago can get an O-line, a semi-decent O-line, because you're not going to change overnight, right? But if you could build a better O-line, they are arguably probably one of the better teams that I think could go deep into a playoff run. I don't, I'm not going to say the Super Bowl team. They could go Wow.
1: Deep. The, the the team with the, that had the number one pick until they traded it away, you got them possibly making a Super Bowl run? If they can get a decent
0: – no, no deep playoff run not a super bowl run but i think they could at least get out of the first round for sure okay i'm just saying man All they right. got good uh, town over en- there
1: enjoy your time on that island because i ain't joining you bud um <laughs> linebacker aziz al shire leaves san francisco and is going to tennessee um uh al shire was very very critical to a lot of what the niners did on defense and we will miss him dearly um, that was that
2: was actually a guy i was hoping the raiders would would bring uh, I thought he would have been really good to help with the lack of defense that we
1: have. Uh, so. uh, here's another former 49er you could have had, but don't uh, defensive end. Samson, yeah. Ebukam is going to Indianapolis uh, another former 49er joining the Colts. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of, you know, that that th- that's a lot of money going to Ebukam, Who's a talented player and wish him all the best, you know, uh, Andy Dalton is going to Carolina is he going to be the answer absolutely red not rocket but red rocket the, the red the red rifle he is not he's uh, if he starts five games this year it'll be because of injury and that's the only reason injury to the rookie whoever they end up drafting I don't I don't believe in this uh move at all uh yeah I, I think Andy Dalton is done he's his best is behind him, and at best, he's a locker room guy to um, help the young quarterbacks along in their career.
2: Improve the, improve the quarterback room, Vince. Improve That's the quarterback right. room.
1: Yeah, based on what they had last year. Uh, yeah, <laughs> totally. All right, cornerback James Bradbury is staying in Philly.
2: Love it. I love it.
1: Yeah.
0: That's all I got to say. I love it.
1: All right, Raiders did make an, uh, a signing at wide receiver. Jacoby Myers going from New England to Las Vegas. Uh, that's a former connection there with your head coach, Sam. Yeah, I like it. I mean, he's
2: he's been the New England leading receiver for a few years now. Um, so, probably, you know, what's funny is uh, the reunion that he's going to have with uh, Chandler Jones. Yeah. Uh, okay remember that career, like you know Jacoby Myers like he always wanted to be a raider he threw a touchdown pass for us you know <laughs> he, you know he threw that pick uh to Chandler Jones and then stiff-armed uh Mac Jones and
1: yeah
2: uh, he ran it in for a touchdown so um i think it's a good signing i think it's a uh offensively it's going to obviously devonte adams is is the man he's one of the best wide receivers in the league um, but from, from a scheme standpoint, if you keep Hunter Renfro, I mean, you got three receivers that you could just move around. They're positionless. They can run all the same routes. They're not all built the same. Um, you know, they offer different things, uh, but you know, they're interchangeable parts. You could put them anywhere on the field. You you could put them in, in any wide receiver uh, formation. Um, so I think offensively it makes sense. He's not going to be a guy that like blows the top off. He's not the fastest, uh, but he's definitely a guy that uh, uh, you got Jimmy Garoppolo back there, hit the open man, you know, and Jimmy, Jimmy has shown that he can do that. I, I'm not saying we're going to go on a deep run, but I think that's the philosophy is uh, uh, just be able to move the chains and maybe marginally fix the defense and you're
1: yeah, Yeah, Jimmy is uh, well below the league average in terms of deep balls thrown. And Jacoby Myers is a close to the scrimmage kind of wide receiver who can, you know, he can if he stays healthy, that's probably 80 or 90 catches for Jacoby Myers this year. You know, so so that could be a pretty sneaky move uh, going forward in your fantasy drafts if Jacoby Myers is healthy. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Peterson, cornerback, is going to Pittsburgh Uh, going to help that back end. We talked about it a little bit, I think, last week. This is starting to bleed over into the uh signings last week. Uh, Rashad Penny is going to Philadelphia, so good for uh, uh, you guys get to replace Miles Sanders on the cheap. So I don't think um, he'll,
0: I don't, I don't, I mean,
1: this is the definition of low risk, high reward. Because, yeah, when he anytime he's touched the ball and not gotten hurt on that play, he's been electric. Uh, for, yeah. for his entire time in Seattle, the problem is he's where he ha- he's only had a string of about I don't know five or six games, not this past season, but the season before, where he was actually healthy, and uh, he just can't. Uh, his body's made of glass, I think. So if they yeah, can, if he, if he if can he find the fountain of youth, he can be healthy. It's a great if he, signing.
0: If he gets hurt yeah. in camp, he's he's cut. I mean, that's, he's not gonna <laughs> make the team. So, but the the benefit is is that. A lot of guys who were normally hurt, Miles Sanders being one of those guys, was able to survive a whole season, you know, not being injury. And I believe the Eagles won an award for, like, having the best, uh, I don't know, front office, where it, it came down to uh, management logistics like that, like taking care of players and feeding them, nutrition. So, um, I don't know. Maybe it's it's a good place for him to be. Maybe he can stay healthy. We'll see. But, yeah, he definitely, if he gets hurt one bit, Stop, just it.
1: lay off the cheesesteaks, you'll be all right, son. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. And the last bit of news, it's a big one. Dallas cut Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, that, that leaves, you know, path for Tony Pollard to be the dude. And uh we'll see we'll see where Zeke ends up falling because somebody's gonna pick him up. He's talented enough and he's still got uh he, he doesn't have the step he used to have, but he's got enough in the tank to help somebody's roster out so. He's really good in pass protection and stuff. Like
2: where that, do you though. think he's going to end up?
1: Top of my head. I honestly am not sure. I, I think it's going to be somebody that just needs a veteran back at this point. And we got to see where all these chips fall. I just don't know. Do you have an idea, Sam, on where he San might Francisco, go? baby. <laughs> do you know how much that would <laughs> fucking suck? For Woo! Oh, I would hate that so much. I spent so much time booing him. I don't, uh, but you know what? I mean, Can you, I, but honestly, no, honestly, I think the
2: 49ers <laughs> would actually be a really good fit. And all honestly, the yeah. 49ers, if you get Aaron Rodgers at the Jets, I think it makes sense to go to the Jets. I think he goes to a team that is, uh, you know, truly knocking on the door of a Super Bowl. And, you know, he, he's not going to be the every down back. So you go to you go to a team that has a legit number one and San Francisco would make sense. You got you got Christian McCaffrey. And you got Debo running, you know, running, being able to run the ball. Yeah. Um, so you um, might have
1: a a, a good I, veteran I, on the team. I don't think, I don't think that'll be the place because the Niners still have Eli Mitchell as well already. And that's, uh, he, Eli Mitchell is a starting running back anywhere besides San Francisco and a couple other places at this point. Because, you know, he's, he's that good. And I just, I, I think that running back room's a little bit too crowded if you put Zeke in there, especially because. Uh, Zeke would have to basically be taking the veteran minimum uh, at this point. Yeah. You're Kyner's probably game. right, but I want to not I don't see it happening. Um let me ask you guys let me ask both
2: of you this. Let me ask both of you. Um, how do you feel about your respective teams after free agency? This is like the first leg of the offseason. The draft is right around the corner, and the, the Eagles they lost a lot of parts, but they're still very deep. And they still have a lot of draft capital. So they could very easily like they're in their quarterback. You have to think he's going to get better, right? Like there's another step that he could get better at. Right. So like, where do we feel like our teams are at? Um, yeah. So my biggest concern, um,
0: our own line took a big hit. I mean, especially with, with Somalo going to Pittsburgh, like that, that hurt, you know? So um I think that's probably going to be something that may be a question mark this season, because we're probably just going to draft a safety and maybe that running back, if he's available, um, if that running back is not available, then I think we'll probably look at something on the, on the line part. But I think what you saw last year with how that team was able to just demolish other teams with the run game alone, I don't think that that's probably going to take a step back just a smidge this next season. But in all honesty, uh, that division that we're in, I, I'm not worried about Dallas you know I'm not worried about Washington you know I'm not worried about the Giants although the Giants did kind of step up this offseason and you know and I get I I just don't think Daniel Jones is the one to take him over the top but I feel confident in in my team Um, it's just it's just really it's just going to matter on what happens at the line in the trenches for us
2: that's really what matters what about you Vince How do you feel about the 49ers?
1: Um, I mean, uh, they've they've lost quite a few uh, pieces, but they've also plugged in with a lot of depth type guys like uh, Cleveland Farrell. uh, Daniel Brunskill ended up uh, leaving uh, the 49ers, so they just replaced him with somebody today earlier today. I'd have to look it up.
2: Well, Farrell's really uh, good against the run. Dude. Yeah, he's I he's mean, really good against the run. Well, he's just he, he just doesn't get sacks. He doesn't yeah, get pressures. Uh, well,
1: I mean, and I think part of that problem is your team like the Raiders were they're not deep. They 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 were such dog shit, they could really just focus in on Cleveland Farrell and and nobody else could had the skill to get past it all, really. So uh you put him on the 49ers with, you know, uh Confederate Bosa and uh, and, and now that we've also signed, uh, fuck, uh, uh, who, 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 uh, who was it? Say, say the, no, say the name, uh, say the name, Javon Hargrave, Javon Hargrave. That's who it was. Um, I think, I, I think there's been a lot of, um, that like, like they, they, they've addressed a lot of the depth that we knew we were going to lose. Uh, we'll have to see how the rest of this falls out. Um, they but, brought
2: in a really good quarterback fits the room. Fits the room.
1: Yeah, uh fits the <laughs> room is the third string quarterback, Sam Darnold. Yeah. Um uh hell shout out Darnold.
2: Shout out uh, all Sam's.
1: Yeah, maybe uh, <laughs> uh uh man, I don't fucking Sam Darnold. Oh Sam my Darnold. god. I what the hell hey, you know what though? Kyle, Sam Williams, I got GDG. GDG. I got Sam Darnold GDG.
0: Sam Darnold is a vast improvement over Josh Johnson. Well yeah eh, is yeah, because that, Josh Johnson didn't know how to throw a ball. I think well, to I be think fair, Josh hoping... Johnson
1: got concussed and that first 49ers touchdown drive was actually Josh Johnson on the uh, like, like leading that drive. So uh, they didn't throw that a lot. But I yeah. mean, uh, Sam Darnold can't do shit either unless unless Kyle knows something I don't, you know, and it's just entirely possible because he's a professional and I'm just some schmuck talking into a microphone. So what you're we'll our see, schmuck. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah that's right um but i just i don't i i have no faith in sam darnold and if if kyle's able to flip him for something like make him suddenly look not terrible then that deal is a win like like if if sam darnold doesn't look like the worst fucking quarterback since josh rosen then so be it you know that's 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 the only way this what what do you got
0: against chosen rosen <laughs> bro i got nicknames for almost every player in the league it's not even a joke <laughs>
1: fuck josh rosen fuck sam darnold whatever man okay. why are you uh, hating
0: on sweet dick darnold
1: <laughs> does he come on keep going keep going on his I like junk these. i mean i don't know what i'm done i'm done that's that's well, I how we how we feeling
0: about how we feeling about jimmy pornhub g
1: <laughs> you
0: know well, i toy. think the
2: raiders are at a spot where like i know a lot of raiders fans are re- very upset. And there's the whole, you know, Jimmy G's, uh, lateral move, you know, um, kind of is, you know, and, and I just think it's, um, and this was a problem when Gruden was the coach of the Raiders is, I know we went into the year, you know, the last two seasons, like with a lot of playoff hopes, um, you know, we know about the exit of John Gruden and what happened in that situation. And they made the playoffs, um, you know they they went on a miracle run at the end of the season. They were really motivated by Rich Bisaccia. Um, They went on. It was an um, it was that was a fun run, even in its chaos. And you you add Devonte Adams, and you kind of bring it all back with this new coaching staff. And they were terrible. Um, but even the concern is they weren't very deep. They they're not a very deep roster. So if any one of those parts, you know Waller. Adams, Renfro, Carr, Jacobs, uh, goes down. The whole system is done, um, you know, so they they weren't very deep. So I I think that's what uh what uh Josh McDaniels and Ziegler are trying to do is is make this team deep um, and they're going to do that uh through the draft primarily, um, and I. I don't know if they're going to take a quarterback in the draft, but, you know, I think they're just trying to add debt throughout the roster because they're outside of a few players uh, in Crosby. um They're not a very good team. You know, they need to add Whoa. at all three Whoa. levels on defense. You guys um, have the
0: seventh pick? Yeah. So who do you think you're taking? You think you're taking a QB at seven?
2: I think it depends on what QB is there. I think, if I think of that
0: Florida kids there.
2: I think if it's Richardson or uh Levis, um, I think those are the two guys they're probably thinking at uh, thinking about. Um, I think hopefully what I'm hoping for is uh, if they could get another edge uh, player or uh, be able to trade down and get an edge player. Um and and get more draft picks um, because you're going to need, you also need a defensive back. You need a corner. uh, You need a linebacker. You need a, you need a legit nose tackle. Um, Like you need everything on defense. You don't have anything um, to really build around. You don't have any centerpieces outside of Crosby uh, on defense. You got some guys that kind of flash that show signs. And I think it's kind of hard to gauge where they're at because there's, there's not a lot of talent, deep, um, on the roster. So it's, it's kind of hard to judge. Um, you know, so I think they're just trying to fill out the roster. And I think the guys who they picked are guys that fit into their system. I know it was sad to see Waller go in the trade and you only get a third back, but I mean, I think it's uh this is a perfect example of moving off of a guy year to a year early than a year late. No way. Um, That's not how that went down. That went um, well, down
0: because because Waller wasn't rehabbing on his uh in his that too. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they I didn't mean, like well, the that,
2: coming out but it was by week. That's what's being said. That's what's being said. I'm not going to, you know, I don't know if that's true. It felt like I, that. I've seen the accusation, and there was rumors of that at the time that, that Waller didn't want to come out, that Waller didn't want to play. Um, I don't know. He's not here. Um honestly. I really like Waller. He's amazing talent, um, but I kind of see the same problems on this roster that uh, uh, quite a few people see. Is they're they're not a very deep team. Like so, how are you going to do that? Your window is shrinking. The longer you hold on to the Wallers, the longer you hold on to the Derek Cars. A lot. The longer you hold on to like these veteran guys, your window shrinks. You know, yeah. a lot of these, uh, look at the Eagles, look at the 49ers. It's they got guys that are veterans, but there's a lot of like depth at the roster. There's a lot of depth where young guys can step in and play for, for a few games. And and the Raiders just really don't have that right now. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, jumping from a, a team that has, you know, a small window, you know, the warriors right now are looking like that, that window is pretty much all but closing for the veterans um they're currently 36 36 seventh in the west they might they might lose every i mean right now i think they're up on the rockets uh 55 to 50 or something like that but that's
1: a halftime that's the halftime score yeah
0: yeah they they could very well lose every single road game and finish out the season at literally 500 i it's the craziest thing i've ever seen i've never seen a team look so completely lost, like they have the yips on a on, on a road uh, situation here. So, uh, last few games: one at home versus Phoenix, one twenty three, one twelve. Lost to the Clippers in L A., one thirty four to one twenty six. Lost to Atlanta in Atlanta, one twenty seven to one nineteen. And then, last but not least, lost to Memphis in Memphis, one thirty three to one nineteen. That one probably hurts me the most, just because clay's over here talking crap about his rings and you know all of his accolades to the bench and you know the memphis is just going off and talking crap but i just i just don't want to see the guys having to resort to that it just feels like pity you know low just low hanging for it just feels really lame to be honest with you yeah um, so um, it's a
2: rough season man um I know what can go wrong did go
0: wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I beg the question to you guys. I mean, if you – if they – they're probably going to make a, a a play-in tourney, right? If they lose all the road games but are able to win their home games, they're going to probably be a ninth or, or an eighth seed, maybe even a tenth seed, right? But if you go out in the first round or you don't even make it past a play-in tournament, are you blowing up the veteran squad? You're keeping Curry, but are you maybe moving on from Clay? You know, Dre's probably going to stay. He's probably going to sign that, that, uh, uh, not extension. I'm forgetting the terminology for it, but I, I don't, I don't think the market for, for Draymond Green is that great. If anything, he may go to Portland, you know, to go play with Dame, but I don't think the market is that great for Draymond Green for a guy that doesn't really score that often defensively great, but he works in a system where there's the great shooters around him. So, um, I, do you, are you blowing up the veteran squad if they don't make it out of the first round or the play in tournament?
2: I think, I think Draymond would be definitely sought after by like the Lakers, the trailblazers. Um, I don't know. He'll have his, he'll have, he'll have his uh, choice of teams. Um I think trading Clay Thompson, it depends on what you get. You know, what are you getting back? You're, you know, you're probably not getting back a, a, a group of you're not getting young players back probably, you know, like you're not not going to give, you're not going to give young established players for clay Thompson, unless you're a team that like, you feel like you're only clay Thompson short of winning a championship. So I don't really know what you can get in return. And then you got to have these like salaries match. Yeah. Um, so I really don't know what you can get in return. Um, I, I could see a scenario where Curry and clay come back. Looney comes back. Um, uh, Draymond well, think, being out. I think
0: Looney signed a two year deal. So he's gonna be back no matter what.
2: Yeah. So I, I, I could see those guys coming back and kind of seeing a, a lot of the back end of the roster, anybody who, you know, Andre Igu- Iguodala is gone. Obviously he's going to move, um, you know, he's
0: going to be with the team. He'll just be wearing a suit and being a coach. Yeah.
2: You know, Gary Payton, the second is probably coming back. Cause you traded for him. Um, So I think there'll be some, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's so many question marks about this franchise. The, the more we jump, you know, Bob Myers, and now there's this weird stuff going on with Myers and, and Lake I don't know if you saw this thing where like, um Myers said he's not offered a contract or something and then Lakeup comes out and says we did offer him a contract and so um there's some stuff going back and forth about that now um so I I don't know like this it's <laughs> you know all great things come to an end and um the Warriors are going to have a documentary just like the Last Dance like there's going to sure. be a documentary and there's going to be a lot of stuff that comes out that We didn't know about, and unfortunately, every great generational team comes to an end. And I do think we're kind of seeing it, and you know, this is where we're at. It's interesting.
0: Yeah, I think I think the the telling part of it all is that you know, we're how weird that we're now in the situation where we think that we need to retool this team to win, you know, championships. When you go back ten years ago. Like, we're
2: always thankful.
0: Always yeah. thankful for what we have. Exactly. What we like had. 10 years ago, you were oh, trying to oh. figure out how you can get
2: 30 wins in a season, you know? Dude, I so. remember like when we got to like 20 wins, it was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude, like I-, I remember
1: that that first season with Steve Kerr uh, at the helm and we just like, I don't know, we're just we we're blowing the doors off of people. I think I tweeted out something to the effect of the last time the warriors were this good. I was playing NBA live 1999 and had <laughs> traded all the good players to the warriors. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that, that's how I got the wins for the warriors way back when. So, I mean, I, I like for uh, I'm like you said, Sam forever, grateful for this iteration of warriors basketball, because I never thought I was going to see a championship, let alone four. You know, right, playing yeah. six of them, <laughs> yeah. six finals. You know, I mean, this yeah. is this is beyond any dreams I could have possibly had a decade ago. And I mean,
2: we this franchise. Yeah. I mean, we don't think it will, but it could very easily just like Joe Laka trying to win and paying money. It it doesn't always shake out that way.
0: You yeah. Know, look at the Yankees.
2: Like they spent for, ye- they're spending for years and they haven't won. Um, so I'm forever thankful. It's just, I hope it's not over, but it seems like it is at the same time. Like I would, I would not be entirely shocked if they made the play in tournament and then like went deep. I would not be surprised. Like I really would not be surprised because. uh I still believe at some point, like they're going to steal one on the road in the playoffs. Like I, I, I know they haven't shown a a whole lot of that in the, in the regular season. I just still believe that they um, in a, in a series, you know, beating them back to back to back, you got to win four against this team to do that. I think is still going to be really hard. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, I, I think they're, magic
0: numbers getting smaller and smaller but we'll have to see what it is in the next few weeks here but yeah I think there's 10 games
1: there's 10 games left including tonight um five on the road five at home they're in a bit of a dogfight against a really terrible Houston team but that's because they're on the road and the warriors hey, don't win road games this year jabari so, uh,
0: smith has been stepping up the last few weeks like i've been seeing his name pop up a lot like he's been shooting game winners so i know the houston rockets are the worst team in the nba but they got it. They got some good talent over there. So, and they're very young. I think their their average age is like twenty five years old or something like that. Something ridiculous. So, we'll see. It's we, we still got like you said, you know, just a handful of games left. Hopefully, uh, you know, we do make it past the play in tournament. Hopefully, we make a seed that we don't have to do a play in tournament. That's that's the goal. But um, we shall see. So, going in from uh, one seeding tournament to another tournament here. Uh, USA last night beat the brakes off of Cuba 14 to two to advance to the world baseball classic final. And they are currently awaiting the winner of the Mexico and Japan game. And by golly, by the looks of it, we had Japan written down, but it looks like Mexico said, uh, not yeah, so fast home, Yeah. It is
1: literally at, at this exact moment, it's uh, Mexico is up three uh, nil with one out in the bottom of the seventh inning and Japan is the home team. So uh, it is it's getting real late Japan's running out of chances only eight outs left so yeah
0: Yep. Randy Arizo is a uh, man he's the man he's the dude I I don't know why Tampa found him but man they got a good one on that on that squad over there so he robbed a home run tonight did the stare down in the middle of the inning with one out signed a fan's baseball and gave it back to him he's been signing baseballs in the dugout and throwing them to the fans. so He is living his best life. I love it. Yeah. Uh, So um, do you want to talk about the USA and Venezuela game? Because it is seeming to cause a bit of a stir and controversy, you know, along with the Dominican Republic and that situation that happened with their closing pitcher, uh, Edwin Diaz. So as you know, Edwin Diaz uh, closed out the game, celebrated, and had a Kendrick Morales moment and tore his uh his knee. His I think it was his ACO. What of the one any fucked up his knee in the middle of celebrating? So he's out for the whole season. So and then uh, Daniel Bard, who was in the league, got the yips, went out of the league, coached in Arizona. They told him that he still got it, went out, tried out for the team, and got it. Apparently, in Venezuela, the yips came back. Uh, he was all over the place in his inning. He hit Altuve in the hand, broke his his hand. So Altuve's getting surgery. He'll be out for a few months. So there's this whole controversy of, you know, oh, you got to stop the, uh, the tournament because players are getting hurt and they're being paid a lot of money. And I tell you right now, shut the fuck up. Because fuck that lot opinion of... and fuck <laughs> Keith Overman. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> players get hurt in spring training all the time. At least this time, they're representing their country if they get hurt. It happens all the time. Who's to say Altuve wouldn't got hit by a pitch by some up-and-coming pitcher trying to make an MLB roster? You know what I mean? So don't want to hear it. Get that out of here. It's all hoopla at this point. But that game was amazing. Um,
2: The the WBC is great for the game. I love love it. I love seeing, seeing the international players. I love seeing the international fans. I was literally about to say I these would fans loved, are I would in love it. it. Man. I would fucking love they- it to have to, to, I love going to other stadiums, representing the A's, going to other stadiums. I mm-hmm. would love for, to have more international fans coming to all the ballparks. You know, I yeah. would love to talk to them about their teams. I know, I know. I mean, But we all love the history of the game. We all love the history of the teams. Um, I would love to learn a little bit more about Japanese baseball and Mexican baseball and, you know, all these different leagues. I think it's great. It's a great, unifying, good feeling. We don't get this in the Olympics. It's no longer an Olympic sport. So, like, this is great. Okay, you sell another jersey. Who cares? I'm not gonna go buy an Anaheim Angel Mike Trout jersey, but I'll go buy a Mike Trout American jersey, USA. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. (laughs) You You can support a player who's badass, but I'm not gonna buy an Angels jersey. (laughs) Fucking asshole. (laughs) Like he I just hate the the whole tweet, dude. Like I I oberman's tweet was just so stupid to, and stop it now like dude you're yelling out a cloud you know like you're the old guy
1: yelling out a cloud be quiet you know? <laughs> yeah i actually um when the tournament in 2009 was in san francisco uh, me and my brother went and we saw i think it was a semifinal. i think it was netherlands versus dominican republic maybe and that was a lot of fun just kind of being there and hanging out and uh like all the fans getting into it and that stadium was not very full but now this uh now it's really started to pick up some traction and these stadiums are sold out every night now and these fans are absolutely nuts and i love the energy i love the energy when i was there when it was a half full stadium in san francisco and i'm I'm absolutely just living for it now that it's full and everybody's just standing on their feet the whole time. And yeah. it just, it brings a new energy and I'm just, I'm hyped for baseball. You make it want to watch. Even though I know it's, my, my team is going to be shit. I'm still a little bit hyped for baseball now. Because it's the closest
0: it. thing you're going to get to world cup energy. It's the closest thing as far as like fans coming in costumes, cheering on their local team or their, 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 their Country, it's the closest thing you're gonna ever get. And the reason why I say closest is because not every country is into baseball, but almost right. every country is into soccer, so or football, depending on what side of the pond you're on. So I love it. It's great for baseball, it needs to stay. And I hope more countries get involved. I love it. it I
2: love it. I was so sad when they had to cancel it because of the pandemic. So this is the first one, you know, since before the pandemic, and it's wow. it's it's been so fun. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fun. Super- people are f- having fun watching baseball, and then you get these people. Oh, end it now! I am mad. Like, yeah, you're growing the game. Yes, it's to sell money or excuse sell jerseys for money. Yes, it's the whole point.
0: Like a lie. People- I still i. I've already got on the record and said I want an Otani Japanese jersey and I still want one. These jerseys look amazing.
1: These pinstripes. Uh, yeah, these these Japan pinstripe jerseys. They're a lot better than those like 2006, like all blue with the red lettering. Like yeah, yeah these are a lot more clean. I like these a lot. So, so
2: well, I love these You the know what I think would be incredible. You know what? a You know what truly what a world baseball classic to me should be is <clears throat> you have a tournament, right? But it's not like the all stars of your uh of your league it's it's a team so it would be like you take like um the top like five teams of MLB and they're in the tournament and then you take like the top five teams from Japan and then you you put them on like neutral neutral fields where you could play a whole bunch of games you know quickly kind of like what they're doing in spring training but it would be like The American, you know, Yankees versus it would be team versus team, not nations. So it would still be your local team. So Um,
1: they actually do this every year in soccer, too. So. um, So, I mean, and we we can talk about that a little bit. That's what would be
2: badass. It's like a three game series of if the A's were were good, you know, see the A's in the World Baseball Classic versus the Tokyo Giants or something like international right. friendlies. Yeah, I yeah. think that's the play.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe that's coming down the road, like maybe in a, like a November or December type thing. Maybe right. maybe sometime in the somewhat near-ish future, that could be a thing that like you have a Champions League type thing. And
2: that's why I'm all for, I believe MLB should make the World Series season shorter, like make MLB shorter, but then have other leagues other things kind of like what soccer does other tournaments that players like can play in because you i mean baseball globally is like year-round you know what i mean yeah Yeah. you know it's 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 essentially global uh, honestly uh, year-round
1: you could uh like there is a way to make this work where if they shortened up spring training like we had talked about before in the past if you start regular mlb baseball mid-march like like bring it up two weeks or so yep you could you could finish the world series you know a, a week and a half before the end of october and if it and, goes and seven finish, and finish then the like, world series
2: the, yeah the week before halloween yeah exactly and then the week before halloween like it's supposed you could, to Yeah. You
1: Could almost <laughs> do a champions league tournament right after the world series or you could do a world baseball classic if, if they're so you know, up in arms about it during spring training. Maybe you put it at the end of the season. You know, I, I don't right. know, but but this is a tournament that needs to keep happening because I'm energized. Anybody who's watching is energized, and if you're going to do something like uh, a World Baseball Classic in the spring, maybe a Champions League in the fall after the World Series 100%, might not be a bro. bad idea. You know, hundred
2: percent. I- because then, can you imagine? You get these shitty-ass owners like John Fisher who don't spin shit, but you get a Billy Bean, like a Moneyball team. Can you imagine the A's? Because there was a time where Billy Bean had a – the A's were a top-four, top-five team, right? Like, it ended horribly, but they, were, they put some really good teams. Can you imagine the Miguel Tejada A's, the Hudson Mulder Zito A's? Yeah. Playing so like, in a tournament.
1: Like, yeah, if, if we took like the four teams that made it to the ALCS and the NLCS, and then maybe the next the, the top two records of right. the teams that didn't get that far. So we take six teams and Japan takes six teams. Maybe if we if we just play it with Japan, you know, and right. they have their final four plus, plus oh. two. Oh. oh what what uh, oh, is that shit. Japan is It is time? Oh! For anybody, for anybody who's listening, oh we are God. watching the game as Japan. as we're Woo! recording,
2: and something just happened. I have no idea, guys. Japan,
1: go- uh, uh, Yoshida just hit a three-run bomb to tie the game in the seventh inning. This is a great game. I lo- I'm so fucking. We we're just hyped. talking about
2: the excitement
1: level. Look at this. Yeah, Look I got this. goosebumps. I got goosebumps, guys. This is so exciting. Stop it.
2: Stop it, Vince. Yeah. Stop it
1: now. Yeah. No. People okay. got
2: hurt in a meaningless game. Stop it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Those are fake. That's fake yeah. joy. A- everybody that that's Japan, cheering and high-fiving. By that Japanese player. Yeah. That's no, fake th- joy.
1: Yeah, yeah those, that smile. It's a meaningless those per- game. Those perfect teeth. Oh, my God. You know, like, it's it's all fake. Those
2: jerseys are hella pimped. <laughs>
1: Aren't they dope?
0: <laughs> they're like shiny silver. It, they're so cool. I love them. Oh, yeah, honestly, those are that's so kind of like
2: the three of my, the teams that like, obviously I'm, I'm rooting for the United States. Number one, number two, I'm actually rooting for Mexico. And then number three, I'm actually rooting for Japan. So well,
1: guess what? Those are your final three teams left yeah. in the tournament. I so should have really said that at the beginning there. of
2: the tournament, but
1: I know now, now you sound like a fucking liar, you know? You know? Oh, I, uh, you're a front runner, Sam. Yeah. Bandwagon.
2: How dare me be excited for baseball.
1: I know. I was
0: rooting for Australia, but that's because of color biasy. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I just, you know, I kind of wanted an espresso machine to continue, but I know that's knew that true. That wasn't the Italian, happen. the, the Italian espresso
0: fun. train was, that was great. Fun.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, it's great, man. I love. Well, it. I mean, I, I, I love. And the tomorrow choice. night, man. Nice. Tomorrow night. Yeah.
0: Like, we got the we the the finale it. tomorrow, so I love the highs. I love all of this. This is great. Now let's bring it down to the lows. Let's go to the lows. Uh-oh. The lows. Here we go, Vince
1: all right is it shark time
0: it's cold in here baby
1: oh god there must be some sharks in this atmosphere it is <laughs> cold in here
0: Burr. it's ice cold <laughs> Ice. that's ice. right
1: bring it on reference right here on a sports podcast you're welcome america
0: uh, you know what they should do the next national anthem for the next game they should have foreigner come in and, and then he just breaks out cold as ice
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> or
0: should vanilla ice okay Ooh, so yeah. all the yeah. ices yeah (laughs) ice ice tea ice cube bring them all out
1: yeah totally um so the Sharks had a rough week they lost uh all three of these games were at home they lost to Columbus 6-5 in overtime they had actually fought uh down two goals on three separate occasions in that game to tie it and then lose in overtime that is rough and Columbus is the the worst team in the league the Sharks are the second worst team in the league but you know that's your Eastern Conference bottom dweller versus the Western Conference bottom dweller, and they couldn't get the job done there. Uh, not the end of the world, though. Uh, they they then play against Seattle and lose two one in overtime. Stop going and, to overtime. Yeah, these meaningless one point. You know, stop getting it, a point. It's a it's a pity point if you're gonna lose losing regulation. You know, um, and then the New York Islanders come in and just absolutely shit house the uh, the Sharks four one. Uh, they're currently 19 wins, 37 losses, 14 overtime losses, which is bad enough for eighth in the Pacific, dead last, 16th in the West, And as I said, 31st in the NHL for the draft seating. So uh, they are in line to grab a really high pick, could be could be the number one pick. We'll see because they do operate a draft lottery. So you just really need to be in those in that top three. To really have a good shot at getting the top pick, so, so we'll see what we, happens.
2: Do, do we get a duck update here
0: or? Oh, they're they're, 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 they're like they're, flying above us now.
1: They're they're clear four points at least. Um, I I, I didn't actually check because I was I, I was just so disappointed. They they're they're, um, they're
0: four points ahead of us. Yeah. They have fifty six, with fifty two. But what's annoying about these overtime? They flew by, and they were like, "Hey." quack quack motherfucker that's right yeah we we missed we missed all of our shots and then that little dog laughs at you all right (laughs) um so we we have 52 points what's annoying about these overtime losses that we're getting a point so we could be one point away from columbus and trying to get the top seed but now we're three points clear because we keep getting a point in overtime so columbus has 49 we have 52 so,
1: yeah, yeah, it's it, it's kind of a pain in the ass at this point. Um, the Sharks were the first team mathematically eliminated from the playoff from playoff contention. Um, uh, the Eastern Conference, uh, their, you know, their wild cards are a little bit lower than the Western Conference wild cards. So that's why Columbus wasn't technically eliminated first, even though they're lower in the standings than the Sharks are. So the Sharks, uh, that was on Wednesday, the th- the uh, March 15th, when the Sharks were eliminated and to top it all off they are sending william Eklund, the the the, the kid who just got his first two nhl goals in back to back games they sent him back down to the san jose barracuda to help them with their playoff push and i guess the logic there was we're going to make sure that he's playing some meaningful games uh we want to give him some playoff experience and you know things of that nature i just uh, i, I think at this point this mm. is Th- that's a good spin. I, that's a good I, it's spin. It's a good spin. That's the way that they're spinning it. The problem is, I don't believe it for a second. Like that, this is actually going to help him. In fact, this might push him out of the door of San Jose with his first free agency chance, you know. I, or I don't know, because this is, this. he's clearly pissed off about this. He wants to stay up with the big club and wants to keep playing in NHL games. And you can only get, you know, iron sharpens iron. So th- that's kind of,
0: Vince yeah you know what it is Eklund is too good he's ruining the Sharks chances he, at a top draft
1: pick he's he's <laughs> he he's definitely the Side fourth maybe on. the third best forward on the team for sure right now um, he's
0: causing problems. Komash
1: Hurdle, Logan Couture those are the two ahead of him and then Barabanov I think is probably a little bit ahead of him right now but I think that that's, that's where he slots in is right there. He's like your fourth best uh, forward. So yeah. Uh, well, At least
0: we get to watch Eklund this weekend.
1: Yes, that's right. We are going to the, San- the silver. We, we've talked about it like for several weeks. We're finally making it happen. I'm going to lie and say that this is, this is part of my birthday plan. Um, So we're, <laughs> we're, we're going to see the San Jose Barracuda and we're going to have a great time and uh, watch some, some team play some meaningful hockey down the stretch because they are they're in it for the playoffs right now they're you know the top seven make the playoffs in the in the american hockey league so and they're right there right on that bubble so let's uh let's go watch a win huh
2: hell yeah i am gonna get a hat i'm gonna get a hat for sure
1: yeah the barracuda hat like the barracuda logo like that's pretty cool it's it's um, it's not as good as the Sharks logo, I think, but it's like, it's right there. It's like one, a one B like, Oh, the I'm definitely getting
2: some. Cause you know, yeah. how often do I get to go to a Barracuda game? You know, it's, you know, I could go to more. I should go to more. I would like to go to more, but you know, I've only been to like one Stockton ports game. So Your phrasing
0: sounded like the wedding singer so hard. I like money. <laughs> I would like more money That's <laughs> what you're coming to play. <laughs> all right oh man all right well let's talk about the uh the oakland a's version of soccer across the pond here and we're talking about wrexham you gotta get your wrexham update yeah yeah (laughs) we are clearly in line to move on to the next round just gotta crank out the last few weeks here so uh, Wrexham is currently three points up in first, which is great. They won their last game against Bromley, 2-1. Uh, what's great about it is that Knott's County, who is basically on our heels nipping like a like a little chihuahua, they uh, tied their game, giving them only one point, so we clearly got the three-point advantage. So um, April 10th, mark it on your calendars like I've been saying, Knott's County and Wrexham will meet each other. That game will probably decide who moves on into uh, uh European who,
1: league. who gets the automatic uh moving on and who has to go play in a playoff tournament for it. What's ding, up, ding,
2: ding ding ding. Breaking news.
1: Breaking, Breaking news. news. Oh. Mexico has taken the lead. What happened? I, we we were busy talking. Uh was that Randy double. Rosa Rosarena?
2: A duble and a the double. man. Look at this.
1: Rosarena scored and um yeah wow. so here's here's the highlight uh whoever did Great. it hit the double I, I, I didn't see who was at bat
2: oh my god it's you gotta I let just the baseball. saw i just saw the tail end of him uh hitting third though they're showing on the replay now yeah rounding third and fist pumping
1: yeah oh, oh. He, he knew it he knew it it hit the gap and he was gone he he knew it yeah he's trotting in to to score to take the lead right back man this game is so exciting
0: I mean, yeah what a great game okay. <laughs> all right all right back Vince. to uh
1: back to Rex. we're gonna
0: go we're gonna come back across the pond here we're gonna come into great old san jose give us a all little right. update here
1: so uh the earthquakes lost to at st louis city uh three nil st louis is a expansion team they're like they're they're new to the, to um major league soccer they are also four and oh now after this win against San so they are absolutely crushing it right now. That they they, they they have a five point lead already on first place. Second place only has seven points. They have twelve. So this is uh Saint Louis came came up and they are they're not fucking around. They are they are ready to make some noise already. So um, did
0: they uh like poach players? Like how are they? I, I, I don't
1: even know. I'll I'll have to dive in. And I actually have a friend in Saint Louis who's. Uh, was pretty hyped so uh so i'll ask him what he thinks about st louis as we go along and i'll get back to you uh so where the where the earthquakes currently sit they are two wins zero draws two losses that's good enough for six points and it's uh seventh in the western conference is where they currently sit uh there's a lot of teams with seven and six points so they're like kind of in the wash right now Uh, so if i
0: know anything about bears sports we're really good at being 500 right now.
1: that's right that's right baby (laughs) Uh, Mad as fuck. Commitment. <laughs> Commitment to mediocrity. I mean that's med. the joke I used to use for the Raiders back when they were still here. So
0: how are we um how are we doing in the brackets, boys? I, I'm pretty no, sure. So here's the good place. here's the good
1: news. Uh I am me and Sam are tied for first place. The problem for me is you uh, picked a I, winner, is what you picked. I, I picked <laughs> the I I I I I've already lost two of my final four teams, including uh, Arizona <laughs> that was um, I, I, I didn't really give a shit I just kind of picked I'm like you know what let's go Pac-12 fuck it let's go and um, UCLA is the only one holding up there into the bargain at this point so we'll see
0: so to, to give us standings here we all filled out a bracket you know some may not have known this last week but we uh, we filled out a bracket here um, there's no brackets that are still good so uh, not, we're not we're not saying we have a good bracket bracket because we don't but point standing wise Sam, you are in first place with 43 points and a possible 135 points.
1: That's the key. Sam has that tiebreaker right now.
0: Vince, you are also at 43 points with a possible 91. But here is where I'm going to be the anchor of the racing team here. I have 38 points, but a possibility of 154 points.
1: Yeah, that's because you still have like most of your Elite Eight teams uh, in it uh, at this point, whereas... I've lost several. <laughs>
0: so, I, you know, I, I mean, we didn't really bet on anything on this one, but um, yeah. I, I hope all four of my teams make it. I really do. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, I had a uh, uh, last year I ended up winning this stupid bracket thing. And uh, this year it's gone terribly, terribly wrong. I mean, <laughs> uh, like, I've actually shared the gif of uh, Ron Swanson throwing his computer into the trash. That's what I'm doing with my bracket, man. It's bad.
0: <laughs> well i had michigan state in my my final uh round four of the bracket and they did another upset this week so i'm loving my chances guys i'm loving my chances. roll, so, roll. i am yeah i mean you we were both roll the tide. Tide. Roll tide. See, I, I,
1: I hate i hate alabama um so too time. but Chill. you know what though i'll be honestly like i i do
0: hate alabama i hate their football team i you know whatever you want to call it, nick saban whatever but I kind of like their college basketball team, man. Like, they came out of nowhere. When you think college basketball, do you think Alabama? No, I don't.
1: Hell so. no. And that's why I didn't pick them either. I was like, I was like, nah, fuck that. I mean, I know they're, they're a number one seed, so I think I had them definitely to the Elite Eight, maybe even the Final Four. I don't care. I'm not even checking my bracket at this point. I just don't care.
0: I have Alabama and UCLA. Let me see what Sam has. Sam has Alabama and Kansas, so that's not happening. Kansas is no longer in the in the running anymore, and uh, I know you picked Arizona. Who was your backing? UCLA. So you and I, at least, we at least, you guys are both. We we completed this little trifecta triangle of at least a final team. So at least we got that going.
1: Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh.
0: All right, fellas. Well, I I know uh, we're watching this great Mexico and Japan game, so I'll let us get back to that here. Um, I just want to say thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, if you haven't already, uh, please hit the 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 subscribe button. Hit the bell for the notifications every time we post episodes. We do three a week. You know, I know that some of you are getting the first one, maybe not getting the second one, falling off the third one. But I promise you, if you stay with all three of them, you're going to get great content for all three of them. So
1: we'll give you so a sticker yeah
0: you know a little sticker you know a little like uh, kindergarten star sticker for you that's right you cannot stars. guarantee
1: this at this time <laughs> i'm gonna run so, to the dollar store i'm gonna buy some little gold star stickers and um i will pin them on I, I will put them on whoever asks for it if they promise me and they show me that they've listened to the episode there we go <laughs> that is the vince gabrielson guarantee <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right fellas well everyone you're listening to the svt podcast subscribe on youtube and hit the bell to get alerts when we post new episodes follow us on instagram and twitter at svt sports pod slide into our dms we would love to interact with all of you beautiful people you guys have a great night. night
1: good night good night good night